Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Hurt at Sports Radio. 3-2, and Garcia, right field, towards the corner, tailing over there, and it is gone! He's done it again! It's Adolis Garcia's world, and we are all witnessing it. Is he hot? A home run just inside the foul pole, and it is 4-1 Texas. One ball, two strikes, two out pitch to Tucker. On the ground to second, should do it. Simeon throws to first, and the Texas Rangers. 90 wins in the regular season fly cross country, and their journey will bring them to the World Series for the first time since 2011 as they roll over the Houston Astros. Cousins fires over the middle, and it is To me, it's uh, it's about, hey, who are the players that we have and what can they do? And um, I think that's on both sides of the ball and on special teams. We're always trying to highlight our players and at the same time understanding that uh, each defense brings things that we have to be prepared for. And uh, they have a lot that we have to be prepared for. So getting into specifics of it, um, I can't say right now it's Monday, no, but uh, as we get closer during the week, I think we'll have a good plan. Good morning here on a Tuesday. It's Hurt at Sports Radio. I'm Ravi Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me as well hey, on AM590 ESPN Omaha and ESPN Tri-Cities. We are on Twitter, YouTube, all of the places. And we're live here at Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill. Andrew, how you doing this morning? Dude, I'm good. You know, it's... Uh it's kind of recovery day for my <laughs> lower body. Uh, I did a lot of yard work yesterday. I have this tree in my front yard that I told you sheds more than a golden retriever. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's a really pretty tree, and, and it's nice to look at when the leaves are falling. It's not as nice to pick up. Um, yeah. But, you know, outside of that, um, you know, I'm good. The weather is nice right now. I, it's supposed to get worse Toward the yeah, end I think of like this Friday, week. it's supposed to get yeah, a little cold. Yeah, which kind of stinks for high school football. It does. If we're being honest. Yeah. Uh, now this is ideal temperatures for those 
for those players yeah. because they're all you know they're all padded up. They're. I feel like if you're a football player, you never get cold. Like is that? I don't know if that's just a. a um, if your interpretation, actu- I don't think never, but I think it's a lower point than the rest of the people. Because like know. when we're standing on sidelines or whatever, right? It's dramatically colder than I feel. Like I guess I'm penguin. thinking more toward their toughness. Yeah, like they're so tough that they never show. Yeah, nor maybe, do they ever like look cold. Yeah, I think they are because I mean, listen, it gets to a certain point. They're wearing the big coats on the sideline. They bring like the heaters in stuff like that, but. I think it's a much lower point because they're moving so much, right? Yeah, but still, like if I played football, dude, I'm a wuss. Like <laughs> I would want to play. I, I'd be like the pitcher that runs the bases in his jacket. Like, that's what I would want to do if, if I'm playing like wide receiver or DB. I'm like old school, yeah, like Greg Maddox. Like, I'll take my heavy coat. Thank you very much. Well, you see, some of the guys they have basically a hoodie on under their uniform. Yeah, and some do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some are like me. Yeah, um, some of them that we st- those guys are still probably tougher than I am. The skill position yeah, guys, exactly. you know, yeah, some yeah, of those some, guys some on the outside. Like but no, like it, it's it's nice. It's it's a little muggy, but it's nice. I'll take the temperature that I walked out my door to all day every day sure. versus the temperatures that we are about to feel. Yeah, closer into November, December, yeah. even worse in January. Yeah, and so we're getting on. a little late, uh, a little you know mid fall push in the seventies here, and then. Uh, on your apparently weather show today, we're doing. <laughs> no, it, it drops off a cliff though uh, from Thursday to Friday. We're we're mm-hmm. it's gonna feel like late October, early November by Friday. You know though. So after I did all that that stuff yesterday, yeah. it, it was. Um, I started with I, I walked the dog after the show. I listened to Coach Rule's press conference, mm-hmm. which was about thirty minutes long. Shane, good work cutting up all that audio per usual. Um, and it's not shocking to to hear all the injury news to come out of there. Dude. And, and we'll get into that yeah. in, a, in a hot sec. Then I went to the gym, and I walked in. So you went to the gym after you did the yard work? No, after oh, I walked okay. Molly. So was Molly was say. like my warm-up. Okay, um, all right. And then I went to the gym to do my lower body day, and I walked in, and somebody was just staring at me as I, <laughs> I just walked through. And it was guys. It wasn't like... <laughs> It yeah. wasn't like, hey, ladies. No, yeah, it yeah. was it was a guy staring at me. Um, and it was kind of like awkward enough to where like – Did you have to acknowledge I acknowledged it? it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you but give him kind of like the what's up, man? No, I just kind of like looked away quick and then I did the side eye like, are you still looking at me? <laughs> um, so I did my workout and then I, I, I wrapped up and I was, you know, spraying off uh, my area. And he's like, hey, can I use the spray after you? I'm like, Yeah. Um, not really sure, like, what's about to happen here. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, a couple of different directions I was thinking through my head. And uh, he was like, hey, are you, are you Andrew for, from, from Hurt at Sports? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, man, I thought that was you. I'm like, thank God. Like, <laughs> That's thank the best God, possible way right. that yeah. could have gone. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's like, dude, I listen to your guys' show all the time. My buddy listens too. And then he just started talking to me about uh, uh, Coach Rule. And he's like, man, Coach Rule, like the thing I like about him is he's no BS. Like everything that he says he does. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like that's what I've been telling you guys. Like that's him. Yeah. To a T. He's not somebody that's going to hide details. He's not somebody that's going to make excuses. And we heard that in the press conference yesterday when he's talking about yes. all of these injuries. But at, one, at, at no point did he say feel sorry for us. No. He said, here's who's stepping up. 
Yeah. Here's who's getting incorporated. And plus, guys, guess what? That four-game window, we're getting pretty close to. Mm-hmm. And we can bring a lot of these red shirts in yeah. and not abandon their, their career. Yeah. These guys I mean, fight. It's, it's they one fight for the University right? of Nebraska. They get through Purdue, and they can start bringing these guys in and without burning their red shirts, right? So help is on the way. Reinforcements are on the way. I don't know what it's going to look like, right? But he named off six or seven guys just boom, 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 mm-hmm. right in a row of that, that they really like how they're looking, but they don't want to burn their red shirts. And so they're – um, they and they, I think, are going to play quite a bit because I mean, we can just start getting into it now. They're going to have to. They are running out of bodies, especially on that offensive side of the ball. Uh, I actually, I mean, if you hadn't heard, Ethan Piper, Turner Corcoran out for the year. Uh, that's bad. Uh, Newilly out for at least a couple weeks. So that's sixty percent of your offensive line right there, gone. Just. Up in smoke. In yeah, these two games. Yeah, snap of a finger. In these two games that are probably the two most important games Thank of the season. Thank goodness Ben Scott uh, doesn't look like a long-term yeah, injury. That it looked like – I think he's going to – it sounds like he's going to play this week. Mm-hmm. He didn't get brought up in that group. Um, Billy Kemp's going to be out for a couple weeks, so that's a different you know, position Maybe group. even more. Yeah. Several, he said multiple mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, he said multiple weeks. Newilly, he said a couple weeks. Um, so you're missing, for the next two weeks, the most important games of your season – you're missing 60% of your offensive line, your starting offensive line. But the good news is... So you got Teddy Prohaska. Right. You have a lot of guys underneath Justin that you Evans, expect things from. Yeah, Justin Evans-Jenkins, who... Seems to be really liked around that room. Yeah, he had been pushing for playing time already. He just happened to be behind some guys that they liked at those guard and center spots. Uh, all of a sudden, he's pressed into action. So you feel okay, maybe, about, uh, about Evans-Jenkins. And then you've, you're going to have to get, like, Henry Litovsky is going to have to play, mm-hmm. um, especially in these next couple of weeks when New Willie's still out. And, and when you can't bring up Sledge yet or yeah. Gatula yet. So they have to get through this week. If they can get through this week and then Sledge and Gatula can com- kind of provide some reinforcements and then hopefully you get New Willie back. Just some depth, right? Yeah. To, to kind of like Coach Rule was saying, not necessarily rotation guys, but guys that you can bring in as – you know, that jumbo tight end set or on PAT so that you mm-hmm. don't have to have your main starters out there yeah, all the time. You're not turning on. these, the, the healthy O-linemen, into workhorses. Yeah, right. You don't want to run those guys into the ground, right? So, I, I mean, it's going to be really interesting over the next couple of weeks as we see a bunch of different guys. And, I, and I'm wondering if we'll be able to see it turn into something like we have on the defense. I'm a little hesitant, right? But honest to God, there's – probably two or three times every week. And listen, I pay a lot of attention to this football team. We kind of do it for a living, right? We do? A little bit, yeah. And there are two or three times every week when somebody on defense makes a play, and I'm like, who is that? (laughs) And I'm not embarrassed to say it because they play so – like when James Williams is making – the first sack he made, I was like – I don't think I know who that is. <laughs> and I'm just looking. I'm I'm trying to. I heard Jamison Williams when that, I first. That's what I thought uh, too. Connected the name, yeah. and I'm like, since when did we have Detroit's wide receiver? I guess he got suspended, so maybe they demoted him back to college, and <laughs> he they got said, relegated. Hey, you actually have to play Big Ten West football, so and that's, that's your the ultimate, ultimate pro- football yeah, punishment. The ultimate football punishment. That's your football purgatory is coming to the Big Ten West. Uh, no, but I'm I'm sitting there, and and I see this dude make a play. I go. 90 who who is that 
And, you know, I, I feel like when I'm at high school football games early in the season and I'm going through the, you know, the little paper roster that they hand out, I'm like, who is that guy for yep. Lincoln Southwest? I don't know who that is. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, too, with, the, with James Williams. I'm thinking Jamison Williams. I know in my it's head all yeah. the time now. I shouldn't have. I I retooled my brain to say the right name, yeah. and now I just got back into a, a, a poor habit. It's like when you like bite your fingernails or something. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm not going to do it anymore. And then at some point, you just do, they it. do like, it one time, it. and you're back in mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. Uh, Boys down bad. Uh, a podcast on our network actually did an interview with with Williams before the season. And uh, we got to learn a little bit more about him. Uh, Juco guy came in for a camp, impressed mm-hmm. TK. And basically, Knighton was like, yeah, you're going to need to stick around and, and talk to Coach Rule. And he's like, okay, that sounds good to me. Yeah. And Coach Rule's like, yeah, we're going to need you to come to Nebraska. <laughs> and he's like, where do I sign? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had, all, he had little to no recruiting buzz coming out of high school or out of Juco. Um, he's a Missouri guy originally, I think, and M-I-Z. he, Wrong <laughs> he, yeah, just I, you know, they're they're. What I like about the the James Williams thing is, he's a very good example of a couple things. Number one, that when they say something, they mean it, right? He's a really good example of. Coach Rule talking about how yeah, there's guys that we really like that we're gonna that are you know haven't played yet that we're about to bring up and things like that. So when he goes off on yesterday and starts listing off these names of guys that he thinks are are really good already and that, that he's really excited to get on the field so, and waiting till they don't burn their red shirt, I believe him because I just saw it in this dude that was on scout team three days before the game. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think the hand is forced a little bit. Sure. Yeah. Well, on the offensive side of the ball, especially defense, not really. I mean, they've had some injuries on defense. Yeah, fair. But a lot of that's just Tony White doing Tony White stuff, Mm -hmm. I guess. Or, you know, give give Terrence Knight credit, give Dvorak credit, give Coop credit, all those guys on the defense side of the ball. On the offensive side of the ball, their hand's been forced, right? I mean, let's just run down the mash unit real quick here. So you're missing two, two linemen for the rest of the season. You're missing three of your top four wide receivers for the rest of the season. I'm counting Xavier Betts in there because he was a top four coming in. And you're missing the fourth one for at least for the next several weeks. You're down your top two running backs for the mm-hmm. rest of the season. You're on a backup quarterback who maybe is the starter now, but he's not the guy you thought was going to start to start the season. You're down a tight end that you thought was going to be uh, important to the year. Uh, who do we have left? That's every position group, right? Is down at least – a starter level player at every single position group. That's crazy. Like, I don't even know what to do with this offense because, yeah, it's been. Ugly. I don't think anybody knows. No, what to it's because it's ugly, right? And you, you want to be watch critical. Marcus Satterfield, yeah. and you try to be critical toward him. But at the same time, it's like, do you want to pick up that playbook and try yourself? Because it can't be easy no. when you're recycling. You're throwing a guy in the trash can this week because he's injured, and then you pull him back out when he's healthy. And then, oh, wait, the can is actually still a little bit wrinkly. And so, like, this isn't working just right with this player. This isn't working just right with that player. Oh, I actually I didn't want the Dr. Chill. I wanted the Dr. Pepper. And, <laughs> oh, now, now we have the backup in here. I was a big Diet Dr. Thunder guy, personally. Oh, <laughs> not, not too shabby. I actually don't mind off-brand. Oh, it's really not bad. But Some but of them. Some but of them. We, we're so over really critical yeah. to to just bounce right on top of Marcus Satterfield for play calling and and some is uh justified. Yeah, sure. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Some is really justifiable. But there are other times where I'm like 
What is Should he supposed to do? Should we give him the benefit of the yeah, doubt? Yeah, what is he supposed to do? In the situation that he's in, what is he supposed to do? Because, I mean, they completely changed what the offense was going to look yeah, like th- from th- Jeff Sims to Heinrich Carver. And they've admitted, they're like, yeah, we didn't have any option in the, co- in the playbook. That's not a thing that we had. And then we're like, I'm surprised we haven't seen him, like, call up to Coach Osborne in the suite yet and be like, hey, uh, what would you run here? Because I don't – we don't have anything in the playbook that works for the guys that are left thought, on the roster. Whoa. I knew he was going to play that clip. <laughs> you know, in my head, that's what was playing him. And that's mind. essentially what's happening in the like in the in the middle of the week. They're like, "Hey, yeah, you need to run the the belly G option pass." And he's like, "All right, the and next belly G." <laughs> and the next game, Malachi Coleman to the house on the option pass. You're like, they're literally they literally are just putting together a playbook on the fly because they have. No one left. It's like can, me and Madden. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like They give me three play calls that seem right, and I'm like, yeah, I'll choose one of the three. Why not? YOLO. Let's do it. Right? By, by the way, Mountain Holler, the off-brand of Mountain Dew, terrible. <laughs> oh, so you know Mountain Holler, but you could only name two Mountain Dew flavors two weeks ago. <laughs> when I was growing up, we were poor, so I had to have Mountain Holler instead of Mountain if you Dew. Have, if you would have said Mountain Holler when we were playing that game last Monday, I would have lost my I will say, attitude. I think we would have just shut it down, just shut the whole thing down. Mountain, <laughs> Mountain Holler. Good thing we played that game close to the end of the show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and because the half way, the time you walk off, you get mad. Yeah, it's <laughs> And Rightfully <laughs> so. Do you know the position Shane puts me in? And by the way, when it comes to the press conference yesterday, he went 30 minutes. But I took a break halfway into it. And I came back. You had a halftime for yourself. I had halftime. I came back, and it was a dramatically different press conference in the back half than it was in the front half because it was 15 minutes of injuries. Mm-hmm. And then it was totally different at the end. And there was a lot of great stuff there at the end. And you really get you really get the best audio clips and the best information from that press conference each week. Robbie, can I follow up with something we talked about yesterday? Yeah, absolutely. So this is the last time I'm going to talk about it because I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Okay. That's my coach rule line of the day. Um, so I, I read a ton into the – officiating call with with Cooper DeGene's punt return ton mm-hmm. into it yeah because I'm like I gotta figure this out yeah like I I gotta learn more at least in this moment so that I don't uh get lost in, in something like this again um so first off Bill I believe it's Carollo okay who's the Big Ten coordinator of officiating he, he said this we don't do it often but we felt this was a significant play in a heated contest so that was fair. The, the, the changeover on the review, mm-hmm. okay? Um, it was important that we at least be transparent and let you know the call, exactly why we made it. Okay, I'm going to start there. We felt this was a significant play in a heated contest. So you're telling me that if you review every college football play, mm-hmm. that uh, we'll, we'll just say the, the game in Houston, West Virginia from a sure. few weeks ago. Yeah. Houston rolling out. They throw a deep ball. There's no pushing and shoving in the end zone for P.I. Mm-hmm. There's no holding calls at the line of scrimmage. You didn't see any of that. Mm-hmm. Because that was a significant play. Let's just say Houston won on a 50-yard Hail Mary. Yeah. So when that play gets reviewed, there has to be something that you're like, well, you know, that was kind of holding, but we're not going to actually call that holding because, like, that, we, we're going to give a little bit of leeway with this call versus that call. Sure. That, that's strike one of why I'm not a huge, a huge fan of that. Then – he goes into saying, 
Shaw stated that the rule was put in place to protect the runner and also defended the idea that even a small waving motion constitutes an invalid fair catch signal. I only want to focus on that first part. The rule was put in place to protect the runner. If it was there to protect the runner, why did you let the play go? Yeah. Why wasn't the call made on the field? Yeah. Because if we're protecting everybody at that point, not just the runner. Right. We're what protecting you, what you everybody brought up on yesterday. the football field. Yeah. Right? And then the question was, was the play reviewable? Once you go to replay, you have the chance to look at all aspects of the play. That's Again, not, something that I said yesterday. That's not true, though. Yeah, that's exactly what he said per quote of Corolla. Right, but like that's not true because you can't go back and retroactively call pass interference in college. Right. That's not a thing you can do. Right. Like that's you can't review penalties in college, and there's I think still certain instances you can, I think you can still review pass interference mm-hmm. in the NFL, but that's it. Like you can't go back and review penalties. And then so he, that's not true. Then he goes, but the reality is the rule book is pretty black and white. We try to interpret it and try to use common sense when we apply the rules. We don't call everything a holding play, even if there's a grab, but we try to manage the game. But this is a pretty clear-cut definition of the rule that they enforced at a real tough time, the winning touchdown. Again, no, because you can't just pick and choose what rule you follow. Yeah, because they didn't enforce it in the real time. They enforced it after the fact. Correct. And also, when you bring up a holding call that you're like, eh, I'm going to let the play go on and not not Yeah, because they just go, hey, the rule book is pretty black and white. Eh, but we don't always call it. You can't just pick and choose what no. you want to do. No. That was probably one of the worst overall. Shouldn't have said anything. He shouldn't have said anything. Overall, I don't know if it was a press conference because I'm reading it off right. of an article. But shouldn't have but said it. I'm going to call it a press conference. That's one of the or worst statement, overall statement-gathering sessions yeah. I've ever heard. Terrible. Ever. And then Terrible. the question was, and I thought this was a great question, um, even though we kind of talked about it yesterday, but what if DeGene hadn't been near the boundary? Would it have been reviewed? Mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, that's kind of a good question. It was asked if the ball was caught in the middle of the field, would that play have been reviewed? Mm-hmm. Shaw took the question and did not directly respond to that, instead citing rules on fair catches versus invalid fair catches. Mm. Yeah, that's all I need to know. Yeah, that means it's a no. It would not have been reviewed. All right, I'm letting it go. I don't even know why, but it's I, I got it off right? my chest, but yeah. I just kind of wanted to read that to yeah. you because of how ridiculous yeah, the, the this part, sounds. The part of, of all aspects of a player reviewable is just simply not true. You can't retroactively enforce penalties. That's a real thing. And again, don't get me wrong. A loss right there helps Nebraska in the long run. Sure, yeah. And, and as, as somebody that covers Nebraska and roots for Nebraska, I'm a fan. But I'm also a fan of Cooper DeGene. Yeah, well, it's also just – And I, I'm a fan of just be, being fair and getting, yeah. the, getting the call right. I don't like it when people get hosed, right? Like, that's, that's a terrible look for the Big Ten. It's a terrible look for college football. And if you care about college football, you don't want those things – because it kind of makes you a joke, right? Like, you don't want to – you don't want those things to – be what defines your game. You want mm-hmm. the excellence of your sport to define your game, not the uh, the blunders and and whatever nonsense that was about. Oh, all all aspects of a player are reviewable, except except they're not. And the the, the rule book's black and white, but we only I mean, enforce some of it. Yeah, and, it's just so funny how he just contradicts everything. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna get in front of the media, and I'm just gonna let the media destroy me. Like that. That's what he did. He just walked in and said, yeah, guys, come after me, and I'm not going to give you anything. And what I'm going to say is actually going to sound worse than if I kept my mouth shut. And, I mean, who was clamoring for this statement? I mean, I get, I mean, I get people were still talking about it, but mm-hmm. give it like two days. People are going to move on. You're just keeping this thing alive, which is idiotic. I don't, I don't understand it. Yeah, a couple of things on YouTube. I think Jack Mitchell on Twitter found in the rule book that you can't call a fair catch after the ball bounces, too. Uh, 
Yeah, that's what the that's yeah. the invalid fair catch thing that we're talking about. But I, they again, were referring to his left arm giving a yeah. mini motion as he's running to the football, nothing that goes above the shoulder pad, and that's what they called invalid fair catch for, which is still outrageous. Because here's what they also said. Oh my gosh, I forgot to include this. They also said. If you look at the on-field views from cameras, mm-hmm. you can see that it didn't get above his shoulder pad. But mm-hmm. when you look from a high angle, that's the only way to make that call via review. Yeah. And it looks like his arm goes above his helmet. It looks like. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, hey, it does. It looks like. Yeah. How do, you, how do you overturn a call then if it only looks like that? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. And the the thing with uh on that that Jack Mitchell brought up on Twitter uh that is accurate that technically that is true but that's where we're talking about how it's something that is never enforced the thing we talked about yesterday you sent me a video clip of basically over and over and over again this is just not something that's called and <clears throat> uh Dave says you can retroactively call targeting yes but it's because they specifically made a rule to allow for it's kind of like the NFL pass interference rule. Mm-hmm. They specifically had to make a rule in order to allow that to be reviewable, and that was to make sure you're not throwing guys out of the game that don't deserve it. They didn't like you have to specifically make exceptions to the rule of you can't review penalties. So, uh, Dave, appreciate the point there. It's just a little bit different. Again, um, it's off my chest. I'm done. Uh, good. Coming up next, we're gonna actually set up the show probably, Maybe. and uh, we'll let you know what's coming up here on Herd Sports Radio. <laughs> 